Welcome to Let's Get Into It. The podcast where we get into relationships, careers, and community. I'm Katrina Joe, And I'm Sarah. And we are your hosts. So let's get into it. Please make sure to like, comment, and subscribe on all platforms. For any inquiries or sponsorship requests, please visit letsgetintoitpod.com. Hey guys, we're super, super excited to kick off this episode with a very special guest. Um, this person was actually one of my favorite people to visit in LA. I went to visit her probably at least once a month once I figured out what she does, what her magic hands do, what she offers, and was able to really contribute to kind of elevate the health and um, health and beauty and wellness aspect of my life. So I want to introduce the founder of Body Vision Lab, Natalie. Hey, girl. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. And if I'm not mistaken, is this your first podcast? Yeah, it's my first one. I've been (laughs) wanting to do one for the longest time, but last year I was going it like everyone else and I was <laughs> terrified of trying new stuff and this year I'm so much calmer and I'm just why not why not yes I love that going into new things trying new things moving past fears we love that it's good to um, yes absolutely it is it is good to have some ner- some nerves be a little scared that means you care about what it is that you're doing um but really quickly before we started this episode, there was something that we were talking about that I want to want everyone to hear because we were we were like, hold on, what? So for those of you who are just tuning in, um, listening to our podcast on audio and cannot see the beautiful <laughs> facial structure and skin that this girl Natalie has, okay, she came on glowing and just like stunning. And I, I don't know if you're wearing makeup, but it looks like you're not wearing any at all, which is fantastic. And we were like, girl, what is this glow? And she's like, I don't do anything. <laughs> what? <laughs> no skincare, she says. No skincare. Is what do you mean? Pure happiness. <laughs> <laughs> this is just happiness and joy radi- radiating. I can't even talk. Radiating from through your skin and your pores. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. That's how the body works. How you are feeling inside is how your body is going to reflect it. So if you have a lot of skin issues, that means your body's trying to tell you something. So I'm very, I don't wear makeup a lot just because of that reason, because I want to see, okay, I have dark circle on my eyes. Why do I have it? Instead of just like, I'm just going to cover it up a little bit and then it get worse. And what you don't understand is can be something deeper than just being tired. It can actually be you not having the vitamins you need, you don't eat enough, you don't sleep enough. So I take skin very simple. That's it. My mom and my dad always taught me like, do less, do less. Mm. I just got goosebumps. I know, and it's working. Like, (laughs) and the money you're saving. My God. Oh yeah. I had a a client coming in asking me for my skincare routine and she's like she loves skin product and I was like I literally like just go out and some get some sun on me um not using anything just massaging my face so I can get the blood circulation um 
And she's literally told me she gets spent over like 800, 900 a month. I need to like pick my job right now. <laughs> Wait, so even for face wash? I, yeah. Water? <laughs> water. <laughs> Funny thing what? is, for the longest time in Sweden, I was using soap. Okay. Like body, okay. soap. body soap. So you don't <laughs> use face wash, you don't do a toner, moisturizer, nothing. Nope. So okay, on the days that you do wear makeup, how are you getting it off? Like I, I usually use oil, if anything. Okay. Uh, because there's certain oils that actually helps take out toxins out of your skin. I think people mm -hmm. use the oil moisturize you. It actually is some oils even the oil i'm using on my clients when i'm massaging them they pull out the toxins out of your skin oh what oil is this yeah i That's literally am laughing at sarah getting so close <laughs> to the camera to try to hear this and take notes because she's like what <laughs> the plan is so i'm going to create this mixture that i have for the body for phase two because yeah <laughs> you get that going because i would love some of that yeah. And it all depends on your skin too. I think people forget how personal skin is and they try to copy someone's skincare routine because they like, oh, her skin is glowing using this. You, your body might not like it. Yeah. It's just, you need to listen to your body and also like take notes when you see certain things like this oil actually drying myself out. So like I can give all the tips in the world, but I, it works so differently from body to body because yeah. I'm a strong believer that everybody is unique. Even if your mom's body works a certain way, you're a combination of your mom and dad. Mm -hmm. Things that works for her might not work for you. Right. And even there's a perception that oil clogging, clogs your pores. So like, because of like, you know, it being... I don't know, too oily, or if you have oily skin, if you have combination skin, it's, you know, all of that. So to say that there are oils out there that can actually extract and remove. Yeah. I think, I mean, even that I'm blown away. I'm like, what? Yeah. I think also the thing with oils also, like people think if you have oily skin, you're not supposed to use oil. Right. But what you body is doing is creating extra oil because you're dry. So by using oil, you letting your body calm down and it's supposed to be good oil too. So try to not take any oil that has a bunch of ingredients in it, use pure oil. Yeah. Simple, make it simple. It doesn't need to be complicated. I love this. I love I this. Too. I know. We always talk about, you know, like you said, Natalie, like skincare and what is the process of it? And I want to get into this more about, you know, more of your background and stuff. But before we do, I think there's a lot of time with like, like you said, you initially said when people are like, oh, I have dark circles, right? Like, let me get a new concealer. How do I do this or whatever? And we're not thinking about like internally, what is that stemming from? What is my body showing? What is my skin showing? Like, what am I reacting to? Which... I feel like it's just like mind blowing. Cause when you say it, I'm like, that is like you said, so simple. We should think about, yeah, we should think about the root of it, right? Like where does it stem from? You know, obviously the outside of our body, the skin is a living organ. What is it showing? What is it missing? All of that. So I'm just, I just love how you broke that down. And so I want to get into 
because you do know all of this amazing knowledge about health, wellness, beauty, skin, body, all of that, tell us a little bit about, about your background. So I'm from Sweden. What we part? Um, so not even Swedish people knows where I'm from because it's such a small town that I grew up with like two neighbors and then I had to bike 30 minutes to get to the next house. It's like farmer countryside. And That's amazing. Yeah, and I had 10 classmates until I was like 13. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. So are you like really north or? It's, I would, in the middle, it's close to Stockholm. It's like two, three hours from Stockholm. Okay. Yeah. I love Sweden. Yeah. I went like three times one year because I liked it so much. It's a wonderful country. Very clean. It is. It's on my list. So what brought you here? How did you get into, you know, your health and wellness journey? How did Body Vision Lab get created? So I came here for dancing. So I was 19 years old, little crazy little girl that just moved over here without knowing anyone, knowing where to stay really. And I just wanted to experience the love I have for dance in another country because Sweden, Sweden is a good country, but it is limited. So I want to go here to experience. And also my English was terrible. That was my, like the hardest subject in my whole school year. And I was like, if I'm going to be good at something, I'm just going to go over there and be scared and that's the way you learn things too like being scared doing things will make you more attention to details um so a lot of people even say like I don't have an extreme accent you can hear it here and there but mm -hmm. it's not like extreme yeah so I moved here for the dancing and I found an amazing dance um dad that took care of me <laughs> he calmed me down by being a very energetic crazy person that just tried anything I was if my daughter was 19 years old saying I'm gonna move to America not knowing anyone there I would be like girl sit down because <laughs> the funny part is I told my parents probably three months before I moved that I was gonna move here so it was a little shock for them but I think they always know that I've always been fine by myself. I'm a very like, I'm not scared to be alone. I'm not scared to experience things alone since mm -hmm. I was a kid because I moved out when I was like 15 years old. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So I took everything um, in my suitcase, didn't own a lot. And I was just moving from places to places um, because as a dancer, we all know we're not making any money. <laughs> so you're going to work with what you have. Um, and my dance mentor was a really part, big part of that journey for me. Just how he saw life. Um, and I just recently reconnected with him from not being in contact with him for a very long time because I had some uh, life changes that made me stop dancing. Um, but now I'm back to it. Um, but yeah, I think the dancing is the biggest part why I started my business because as a kid, I was always inspired of movement and the body. 
Uh, and that's also why I became a personal trainer in Sweden, because I love the body to the point, like I love every part of the body. It's not just how to make it look good or like how to grow muscle. Like I work with fingertips till toes with clients. Um, so I think just my love for the body and understand the body and the mind is what created this business. And I started my business to be a lymphatic business because as a dancer, you overwork yourself. You're an athlete. A lot of people doesn't see dancers as athletes, but you're an athlete. You're working eight hours a day, just working with your body, your emotions. It's very draining emotional too, because as a dancer, you need to get the art aspect of it too. Um, so I started creating inflammation in my body and I thought in the beginning it was only because I was overtraining, but then also it's what you digest from the outside, not only food because the food too in America is not as clean as we have it in Sweden. So it was a shock for my body to experience ingredients it was not familiar with. So all that toxins got stuck in my body and didn't really know how to handle the overload of toxins. Um, so I started to look into why people swell in their body. And that's why I find the lymphatic system and start studying that and starting doing the treatment on myself as a dancer. And I noticed mobility way better. Range of motion was I'm flexible naturally, but just because I was so inflamed, it stopped me from using all that range of motion. Um, I also discovered that the mentality, like I was clear with how I took up stuff basically. So like I was quicker taking the, the challenges they had for me and also how I was moving around in the room being aware of everything around me. So I think a lot of people think lymphatic is only for the looks because that's how it's promoted. That's what makes the most money because beauty is a big industry to be in. But I wanted to create my business because of the health reason it has and to bring up the importance of having a healthy inside that's gonna reflect on the outside. It shouldn't be about the outside because if you don't understand your inflammation in your body, you're never going to fix it. You can come to me and do lymphatics all year round, but if you don't understand why you get it, there's no point to it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so, yeah. on like the dancer front of coming from whether you are in a dance company or, you know, you are dancing, taking dance classes or whatnot, like you're literally trained to just keep going keep yeah. going like you sprain an ankle get up keep going you your knees are swollen you need to get them drained keep going and I feel like that's just kind of the mentality that athlete mentality right like you said that dancers they keep going are pushing past whether mm -hmm. it's inflammation or injuries and I remember the first time I went to a chiropractor I think I was 20 after dancing since I was three and he's like I'm sorry what you've never had a sports massage you've never been to the chiropractor and I think that's so beautiful that you were able to take that experience as a dancer and kind of treat and heal yourself and then have that be a service to others. 
Yeah, and I also think I need to be reminded because the funny part is my parents are great people. They taught me from three years old how to take care of my body and also like my mental health too. Um, so I started very young as a gymnast. So gymnast was my first really sport or like riding horses. We had horses at home. Um, and my dad and my mom took care of my body like an athlete. Like the recovery is, I got taught by them how to recover my body. And <clears throat> like the ice plunge you see all over the place now and infrared saunas. My dad used to do that on me when I was like six, seven years old. Amazing. Yeah. So like, it's funny to see it now and people like, this is the new thing. I was like, not, <laughs> but I'm happy you all bring it in because America is so last minute with things to fix things. They look for the fast solution for a problem that they saw blooming up basically. So in Sweden it's preventing. So like getting a massage in Sweden is more common because we prevent sickness. We don't wait for sickness to come and fix it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think my dad taught me that, like, he literally taught me, it's like, if you're going to go there and do gymnastics for hours and like, that's the fun part of it, you're going to go home and do double the work with the recovery. So every time I went home after dance class, I stretched and massaged my feet for like one hour. I did like Epsom salt bath, everything, the details that helped me to not break anything, not tear. I never had an injury. That's amazing. Never. As a dancer, that's pretty uncommon because what we do is, it's extreme. And also as a gymnast. I'm over here, I'm over here like, yeah, my whole left side of my body is pretty, uh, pretty fucked up. So I never did any of that yeah. at a young age. So yeah, and I never, I was always like, how my dad literally like, I think it's like, you need to practice. I don't know how even how to put it. But for example, my, my dad was very like, the, the way you injure yourself is because you're not prepared. You're not prepared to fail. You're not prepared to fall or anything. But if you prepare yourself, how you're going to act when you're falling, then your body's just going to do it. Your body is not stupid. It's really smart. So if you give it the opportunity to actually catch you and learn how to catch in a fall, then you won't have the same injury risk. And I think right. a lot of people doesn't think about that. Like my, my, when I fell, my dad is, he never told me, it's like, oh my God, are you okay? Like, like, does your leg hurt? He literally like, come on, just run again. And I fell again. I fell over again. I fell over again. And I think you start having that experience from early uh, age. I understand also that I think we, we creating this scenario being always scared. And that's why we don't go deeper into it. And I think that's also with the health and the lymphatic stuff. People are scared to figure out what's going on. So they just put a bandage on because that's easy. Yeah. yeah, I think so. So we've talked about it a little bit now, but let's get into a little bit of detail here because some people don't know what a lymphatic massage is and why it's beneficial to the body. So can you give us kind of like a rundown of, of like break it down like we're five years old? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
So the obvious is that you see from directly after the um, appointment is like you're going to feel a release in your body. You're going to feel like your um, bowel movement is easier and it's trying to move around stuff because your, your bowel is a muscle too. And I think people forget it's a muscle that needs to help stretch out sometimes and be massaged. Um, it helps you detox from any toxins you experience from diet, environment, um, something you smell like perfume is a big thing that people doesn't think about that it actually sits in your body. Um, I still wear perfume. I'm not one of those to be like, I'm not going to wear anything. Uh, I still wear it. It's just the toxins from the environment is something that we bring into your uh, skin or your spring in. And sometimes the body needs help when it gets overloaded. So basically when, how I explained when I got here, my body was not used to that toxins amount. So it, it starts swelling up and clogging up because the lymphatic system is one system in your body that's going all over your body. So it has, if you think about a freeway when you're driving, it has one lane. So if one car stops, all car stops. So that's where you start swelling in certain areas because a car stopped in your system and it can't flow freely. So the massage that I'm doing is helping that flow to function again by doing very like fast movement with my hands. I'm using tools, um, vibration therapy, um, and also stretching. I bring in some stretching to it too. Um, but it basically helps you clear right. out anything that shouldn't be in your body. You can't forget the red light therapy. Red light therapy, obviously. <laughs> That's my favorite part. <laughs> so the red light therapy also helps bring up the toxins from the deeper layers. So like all these saunas you see, a normal sauna will make you sweat, but it's from the surface level. Mm -hmm. uh, an infrared therapy sauna, it will take you longer to sweat, but it's going to bring up the heat from the inside out. So that's why I'm using it combining with the lymphatic because I'm moving around toxins, but sometimes they sit so deep that we need to bring them up. Got it. Um, yeah, so it's basically detox you. That's the, the most easiest way to see it. Detox you from something that's not supposed to be in your body. Which is like everything that we experience every day in our environment. So I'm really... I'm getting these and that explains so much like yeah remember I, we about this yes <laughs> yes and I will say um when I first went to Natalie I was having trouble sleeping I had really high anxiety I I think I also had a lot of just kind of puffiness in general and the first time I got a, a lymphatic massage from Natalie, when I tell you I had the best sleep of my <laughs> life, and then I started scheduling them, like trying to get her last appointments of that at, of that day because I wanted to just go home and sleep because you literally feel like not only it's like a weight just lifted off of your body, and and to anyone who is listening who does, who hasn't had a lymphatic massage, it does not hurt at all. There's like no pain. It's not uncomfortable. It's very soothing. Um, you, the only thing that you might be like not used to is that she does, and Natalie, correct me if I'm wrong, like she usually starts with the stomach and Natalie has said it to me too. She's like, you know, it's crazy that you get a lot of clients that are like, I've never had anyone massage my stomach, <laughs> you know, it's like shoulder that's back. It's, you know, all those things. And 
it's something that I'm still trying to find in New York that I can't find the lymphatic massage the way that Natalie does it. There's a lot of these trends coming on where you can go in. I can go to a place right now and do it myself on some machine. And that looks dreadful. It looks crazy. I don't want it. No. Do those those work? I actually, I love to try things because I don't like judging something that I don't understand. That's my big thing in life. Don't judge anything that you can't understand. Even with people. Don't judge them if you can't understand them. Um, I tried some of these machines. And it was like, (laughs) nothing will beat hands. Nothing. There's a reason why massage has been around for hundreds of years. Because what people doesn't realize too, massages and physical touch is very important for people. Yeah. So we turn in, I think the world is trying to do everything so machine-based and that's why people doesn't get in touch with their own body. Because me as a therapist, if I'm doing it the right way, I can actually make you feel your own body on a deeper level. Like be more in tune with your body by touching you. Because everyone has energy in them. Mm-hmm. And if I can release and give someone energy from my body, it can help you figure out your energy in your body. Uh, so I think they're going to keep inventing all these machines. These, that's just what it is. But nothing will ever beat someone who know what they're doing with their hands. Nothing. Nothing. I mean, that makes, that makes perfect sense. So is this something someone should do every day? Or how often should someone get a lymphatic massage? Whoa. I mean, if you, (laughs) I always say there's no recipe for the same body. Everyone is different. And I think I get that question. A lot of clients, like, when do you think, like, what's the most like normal pattern to go? And I was like, after the first session, I want you to go home and feel your body, what's going on. Mm-hmm. And if, like, do you feel still a little staggering somewhere? I want you to know, tell me exactly the places you've been staggering more in, and we work more on it next time. But I want you to actually feel your body because a lot of people just like to follow these rules. Like you're supposed to do this two weeks. You're supposed to do this. And a great business idea. I could, mm-hmm. I would make a lot of money if I did it that way. But like, I'm not doing it for money. I'm actually so passionate in people's body that it's almost like it's hurtful sometimes when people doesn't like respect their own body like I respect them. Um, so I had a client yesterday, she's like, oh, well, they told me on another place that I need to do it weekly. And I was like, what's the, what's the reasoning behind that? Like, what was their intention by saying that? She's like, oh, I don't know. I was like, how can they put something on you if they don't know or like if they don't explain it yeah so it's different from people to people where you live the environment where you live also i talked recently about this with a client but a lot of relationship affects your toxins in your body and your gut so we usually say in your gut you guys Ladies in your gut, okay? <laughs> Protect yourself. <laughs> Protect yourself. No, but like, have I think people are not aware how we can affect each other. Like, I had one friend who's, she eats healthy, she works out, 
but she's like I'm always sick they like no matter what I do I'm always sick and I was like but like you need to look into other stuff then if you think you your diet is good your workout is good you need to look deeper than that and she was dating a guy that was very unhealthy like he no like he was he wasn't sleeping he was like eating late um and I asked her one thing because people doesn't know this about the body. So when you sleep is when you naturally drain. So that's when your body is actually working for mm-hmm. yourself that needs to be out. If you don't feel comfortable sleeping next to the person that you're sleeping next to and you wake up, it's actually affecting your health. So mm-hmm. I think relationship is a big part too that people doesn't think about that how people affect you in life and how you let them affect you in life can actually make you get inflammation in your body. It's not always diet or like working out or what perfume you're wearing. It's actually like the environment with relationship you have. That's good to know. Very good to know. I think I also say, Natalie, that uh, traveling. Oh, traveling. Uh, You putting your body in something like we're not supposed to be up there <laughs> like that doesn't make sense <laughs> not, like that's not a natural like the the altitude the environment in the plane yeah. that's not, like we're not used to it that's just See, like I, I just forgot my wings I didn't know no like I didn't know I could fly <laughs> um so that's why the the body is like oh I don't like I'm not you I'm not familiar in this environment you might not feel uncomfortable being on a flight, but your body's just like, what is this pressure coming at me? Or like what you drinking right before, or like also like how the body works in that pressure is different from how it works on mm-hmm. you both feet. So the response of stress in your body is creating inflammation in your body. And sometimes that comes with bloat, which yeah. A lot of people get like either they get constipated or they the other way um <laughs> and it's because like their body can't really function the way it should be on a plane um so when i travel i never eat on the plane i actually let myself use rest um also like i stretch right before so I'm not like already sagging in my body. I think because you're sitting in one position for a very long time. And what people doesn't realize that if you're tight, you're also restricting your lymphatic system. Mm. You have tight hip flexors that can actually stop your lymphatic system. And that's where you start swelling in your legs. Interesting. I travel a lot mm-hmm. and I really love to eat on the plane. Maybe I should look at that. <laughs> Maybe I should do that. I do stretch though before. I notice that makes a difference. Or like every hour, if I'm awake on the flight, I'll make sure to like, you know, move my ankles around, get up, stretch, walk around. But you're moving at like 500 miles an hour and 35,000 feet in the air. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it's not an environment we're meant for. That makes sense. Yeah. And also the air quality and like you're sharing that air with, I don't know how many people you can fit on a plane, but you're sharing with a lot of people. And just to bring back what we're talking about, how the people around you affect you with bacteria. 
and you just take one person in there to have the wrong bacteria and you will react. So it's just yeah. like you need to you need to work with it, see what works for you. Um also like a lot of people have told me like, oh, but I got told I need to have tight clothes because that's gonna restrict me from bloating. I actually do the opposite. I wear super loose clothes, nothing that sits tight on my stomach, and I never bloat. Interesting. So, There's a lot yeah, of that compression, that compression stuff for traveling. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Okay. But then also, if it works for you, put your tightest clothes on if that makes you feel better. But for me, I see it as a restriction for how my body's flowing. So why would you stop the flow? You're not taking compression stuff all over your body. Right. So the flu is going to be stopped somewhere. So people who wear those might not bloat in the area where they have the socks or like if they, some people have that corset on plane. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, they like, oh, well, I bloat drastically in the face. And the lymphatic system is one system. So you might stop it on the stomach, but it's going to be clogged somewhere else. So I think that's my theory by wearing loose clothes that I don't want to stop the flow of my body. You know, in today's world, it seems the best treatment is reserved only for a few. Well, Discover wants to change that by making everyone feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service, as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in life, you'll feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. And now are these massages, are they for women only or does this work in all humans? This is funny too, uh, because it's market to women. It is. It's, it's a beauty, they market as a beauty treatment and the clientele for beauty is mostly women. So that's how it's promoted, which is great. If you feel good outside, maybe it can make you feel good inside too. Uh, it all depends on what what you what's going to make you happy basically but i recently have a lot of guys coming in and a lot of athletes and mm -hmm. the purpose of my business in the beginning was to help people feel more mobility and more freedom in their body so i actually wanted to do it more for athletes because that's why i started it because in my mm -hmm. dance because i noticed i was like my performance is way better like i jumping way higher than i used to because i'm not heavy uh, so I started doing a lot of athletes, but a lot of athletes are not there yet to understand it. So I just need to like market it more for them. But for example, I had a guy yesterday that I've been doing lymphatic for, for a while now, and he had fluid retention in his lower back, which is a common issue for guy. I feel like, because like they guys carry a lot of tension here. So what your back is doing is trying to save this to bring off the load. So it hits the lower back. Mm. Um, so he had a lot of um, restriction in his movement and he felt like he couldn't really connect with the muscle in the way he used to. And he used to play basketball. Like this is like, like um, 
and he said he's like I can't do as heavy weight anymore because I feel like it's it's traveling up my neck and I took away the inflammation from his um, lower back and upper back and also stretched him out here and he just um, beat his PR in weightlifting like he went to do like squats and he's like this is my PR my best PR and PR is like one rep what you can do for one rep and we he also filmed his back so before the session his back was uneven because it was more fluid on one side mm. so that's going to create unbalance so when you're lifting something even if you think it's two hands you're holding it two hands your body's going to take over on the other side that has mobility so you're going to feel like it's heavier than it is because mm. it's so he filmed his back and his back is even and the connection in his like shoulder blades, another level. So I think a lot of men think it's only for looking skinny and that's how it's promoted or like after surgery. Um, but it actually can help someone's performance and also understand how, how to be center in the body, no matter what your body's doing off center. Mm-hmm. So I do a lot of guys now. I'm trying to get them in here because sometimes they hear it. They're like, oh no, that's some that's some woman thing. And then I always tell them, I was like, so you're telling me lymphatic system has a gender. <laughs> that's about, I always ask them that. And they always like, I, I don't know. I was like, I want you to look it up and look, does it have a gender? Nope. <laughs> We still, we still have the same system in the body, men and women, and we both need it for like health reasons. Yeah. Right. And you mentioned another thing too, is people have the misconception that they only need lymphatic massages surgery. And I think I shared the story with you of when I tried one, a place here in New York, no shade to, to that establishment. But when I went in there, they kept asking me what surgery I had. And I was like, no, 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 I didn't, I didn't have surgery because for me, yes, like you said, it can be marketed for beauty and all of that, but it's, for me, it's, it's wellness. Like I, I really need this massage at least once a month for me, I feel to function, you know, at the, at my highest ability. And it was the most painful thing that I had done because she thought that I was getting a lymphatic massage post surgery where there is that aspect of like you know also getting out the fluid and the swelling from the surgery you just had and I did not have that I've never had surgery on my body and she's literally going crazy on me with these tools and wooden things because she thought I had surgery and there was a language barrier there but you know it it was it was a scary scary experience so I'm glad you mentioned that Natalie because it is not just for post-surgery, you know, patients. I'm yeah. a little upset because I had three surgeries in four years and never did they recommend that. And I was always like, there's stuff they're putting in your body. How do you get it out? Like it felt weird. And I literally, and I think I've told you this before too, KJ, like I have not felt right. And that's from 2010 to 2013. Like we're talking 10 years ago. And I'm like, my body just hasn't felt right since the surgeries, all this stuff. And I wonder if it's something that I should have done back then. And my doctor just didn't seem to tell me about. Yeah, I think it's, it might, I don't want to 
talk badly about America and the health system. Oh, so but I do it all the time. <laughs> I was like, oh. So I don't go to doctors here. There might be some really good ones, but my first experience with a doctor here was I walked in and I, like, I don't get sick. It was just like, I got sick and I, my friend's like, you need to go. I was like, I, I don't, I don't do doctors. <laughs> like, it's just what it is. Um, so I walked into room, sat there for 30 minutes and I'm like, I'm just let me know what it is. He walked in, he barely looked at me. He barely touched me. And he's like, here's a pill. Mm -hmm. And back to my parents, they never gave me a painkiller or anything in the form of a pill. Because they taught me the pain you're feeling is your body speaking to you. So why would you do that? Yeah, why would you, why would you cover that up? Yeah. And I think the same with the, like, when people go into surgery, they they don't want to put in the effort to what they need to do before and what to do after. Because actually, there's a lot of research showing that if you do lymphatic before your surgery, your surgery is going to be way easier on your body because you're you're literally a clean, clean body. Nothing can interrupt it. Um, and then after is to help the trauma because you in surgery you go through trauma, they cutting in you. That's trauma. Your body's going to react like it's trauma. So that's why it swells up because it's stressed out. So that's why you should do it after to release that trauma response of the body. Um, and it's just going to make your healing way faster. You also take up nutrition way be better because it's going to help the healing too. Um, and it's also going to make you sleep better, which when you sleep, you recover. That's yeah. when you recover. So it's, I think some doctors right now uh, in the plastic sur surgery world is doing it. Uh, and it, they, they tell them to do it after. I think they should say, do it before too, because I want as clean, you want a clean slate to paint on basically. Um, but I think also doctors who deals with a lot of surgery for injury, for example, athletes, mm -hmm. you should tell them to always do it because if they get injured, their body's going to recover way more, like faster. Yeah. Yeah. Because the toxics are gone. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you're really into wellness. We, we have learned this. You've never, like, how incredible that you never, like, I hate pills now. Like I, I do everything to avoid it now, but, um, you know, I, I used to have to, I had terrible back pain. I was taking Vicodin, like, like it was candy. Um, so with that being said, what are like three wellness products that you just can't seem to live without that you'd like to share with us? If you have any. Hmm. She's like water. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even you, like, I would say water in Sweden because it's like actually water. <laughs> <laughs> You're like fresh spring water. Fresh from anywhere. Like every hotel you're never worried anytime I've been in Sweden I drink all like I don't even need to bring my Brita water filter water bottle because the water is so good yeah because it's clean yeah it's it's wild, <laughs> it's wild. well, well on, that, on that subject then what is your favorite water to drink here like that you feel is you know it's 
I'm we, still trying to discover that. I think, <laughs> I think, it's, no, it's, you're not going to find perfect here. Because what people doesn't understand too is what you put the water in and how you store the water. So plastic bottles. It's just gives me the itch. <laughs> when I see all these girls like I'm a plastic jug here that that I fill up so I make sure I drink all the water a day and it's made of plastic and you let it sit in your car, heat up. What happens to plastic when you heat it up is a release um something that is responding the same way as the estrogen do in the body. And estrogen, when the levels are higher up, you're going to start gaining weight and also have a problem losing weight. Because if you're estrogen dominant, also your cortisol is going up and you're going to have a little more belly or under here, depending on where you're storing it. Um, so I think do, do the best you can of doing it. You're like, yeah. She's taking my, notes. I am. My, my tummy doesn't like to go away and I use a plastic Brita. So guess what's changing? Glass water bottle. The thing is, I think Brita is Swedish. No, so Brita, you, you need to replace, you need to replace your Brita with zero water. Look it up. It's called zero water. I replaced mine. It also measures like to make sure it's actually zero clear. Filtered. It's a water bottle you carry around? No, it's the one that like for your fridge. Oh, see, I have a lot like a Brita water bottle that has a filter in it so I can oh, fill it up yeah. any public like mm -hmm. water. But isn't Brita made of plastic? That's what I'm saying. How ironic. She was simple modern, non-toxic. It's not plastic. I'm just changing my whole life up right now. Hold on. I'm taking notes. <laughs> All right. So clean water one. Okay. What else you got for us? Um, minerals in your body I think people like I drink a lot of water if we're going like if we're going to combine what why water is so good also knowing that if you drink a lot of water what your body you're telling your body is it's okay to release like water that's why you're peeing a lot after and that's why you you pee get more clear after but also your body do not know the difference between like it's going to flush out minerals and you need minerals to have balance in your body. Mm -hmm. You always want to have balance. You want to be centered and balanced in your body with everything in life. So if you drink a lot of water and not replenish with minerals, you're actually going to feel more tired. You're going to feel more fatigue. Um, also, like you're going to get some people get headache and people are like I drink a lot of water, but I still get headache. I was like, well, the water is not the problem then it's the mineral balance you have in your body. And I think it just recently, it's a thing that came up here in America too. All Everyone's putting that little <clears throat> salt element T in it. And it's basically salt uh, and minerals. So my dad also, this is, I've been doing this for years and it's so funny to see it comes now and everyone's like, this is the new science. This is the new trend. I was like, if you know the body, if you understand the body and how, what you need for your body, you would have already known this. But I think people need to be 
they need to be shown to see, mm-hmm. to understand it. Um, but my dad always put um, Himalayan salt in my water when I was working out. Yeah, my trainer just told me to start doing that, like a dash of it in your water all the time, which I can't do in my Brita. So see, look at this. Look at everything. Also happening. the best pre-workout. Mm. Pre-workout. What you do into your body is that you used stressing, stressing your body out. And also you need to question yourself. If you feel like you need pre-workout or energy drink, maybe you should look why you need it because your body is tired for a reason. You might not sleep enough. You might not have enough minerals. Um, so he always um, put salt in my water when I was working out to keep my minerals because you're sweating it out. Because when you're sweating, you're losing minerals too. Um, so he always put salt and then um, lemon and then turmeric for inflammation and then honey, but it needs to be pure honey because in America, <laughs> love to have like trillions of brand of honey and they put stuff in there that's not supposed to be in there and also if if you don't know where the honey is coming from if it's not like pure honey even if it says on the label that is honey and maybe like one or two ingredients in america you can be 20 percent wrong in your labels So I don't trust labeled products because you all, if you don't know who created it and the value it has for health, you don't really know if they have the understanding that some things that gets put in there that they put in is actually ruin people's health. Um, so also a tip, look, sometimes labels, if you, you look at labels, also understand that it can be some errors going on there absolutely um but yeah the salt thing is a big thing because the mineral in your body needs to be balanced the body needs to be balanced that's just what that should be the whole thing it should used to be balanced not too much of anything even like i think the health culture in in general have turned into stress I used to post about this yesterday. What your health is, the diet and your workouts is probably like 20 to 20% of what your health is. So the rest of the percentage is actually your environment and how you feel, how you feel about yourself. And I think people, when they hear, see someone that's very healthy looking, like have muscles toned, working out three, four hours a day, have the perfect diet, doesn't mean they're healthy yeah and that's why you see people like oh that he was so healthy he how can he get this sickness for just randomly why did this player just collapse on the field he's eating what he should be eating he's working out like he should be working out but if you don't know his environment it's actually his environment mm. people forget that with health that is it shouldn't, if it's stressful, it's not going to work out in the end. It might work out the first three months, but then you're going to fall off. Tell that to the whole country. Literally everyone needs to hear that. Yeah. I'm like, everyone lives in stress culture and culture and burnout and. Yeah. But people question it. 
That's the thing. I think people doesn't question why they're in pain. They use like, oh, my shoulder hurts. And then I was like, but why don't you think further than that? Why do you think it hurts? Why do you let it hurt? And um, here's, I've been working a lot of therapy for my own body. I do a lot of body work on myself um, and always trying to new, like understand other techniques that people do. <clears throat> so I think we talk just because mental health is a big thing in the health um, part. Therapy has become a really big thing in America that everyone has therapy. Everyone should do therapy, which is great. And I started doing it too. Um, but I start to realize that I need to work with my body first and then talk about it. Because what people doesn't understand is your emotion sits in your body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I started with talking therapy for a while. And I was like, I don't feel like it's helping me in the way it should. Like it puts ideas in my head, like this, like it's okay to feel. It's so like, um, it's okay to like tell people like no and stuff like that. It helps get that mindset. But I, I think people mute what their body's saying. So for me, I had problem feeling working out. It mm. might, I'm like, all my body, it might look like I have like super control of my body, but I was so lost in my body because from early age, doing like a sport, like gymnastic, the pain you go through is just another level, but you learn how to mute it as a protection of yourself. So my body was so muted that I could not feel pain. I started wow. questioning myself because I was like, I just dropped that on my foot. Why did I not feel that? Mm. And it's a trauma response. Um, and it also comes to, it's just like the brain sometimes doesn't want to work things out. So it puts injuries on you to protect yourself. Um, so I think a lot of people who like working out a lot um, need to work with movement differently because I think just because they talking about like, you need to do three workouts a day. And like, if you don't walk after it, that's like when you know you push yourself enough. That's also, I can talk about, but it's a, it's a long one. Because <laughs> I'm going to have a lot of trainer be like, oh, like if they don't feel the next morning, then it didn't do anything. You don't know that. It's You should never train a client to they, where they can't stand up or sit down. Yeah you putting their body through a pain that's unnecessary. It doesn't mean that you didn't push them because <laughs> I still push you and make you feel the exercise, but also not in a painful way. Yeah. Effective and painful is not the same thing. Yeah. And it's just, I discovered this with a lot of people and I did this to myself because I started listening to people because Sometimes that's what you do because you start, I was like, why am I not in pain after working out? I'm not doing enough. Start working out even more, pushing myself more. But I was like, I don't still don't feel it. 
Yeah. Like I don't feel my glute connection, but like I should be feeling my glute because it's a squat. So like I'm doing the squat, so I should feel my butt. If you don't feel it, it's not there. So it doesn't matter how many squats you do, you're not going to get a booty because if you don't know how to connect with it, you're not going to feel it. Um, mm -hmm. So I started thinking about, I was like, maybe it has something with my brain connection. Mm. I would start feeling like overworked. I never been depressed, but I started feeling depression. And I was like, I don't even know why I'm depressed. It's just like, and I'm like, I'm having swollen muscles that limit my mobility, but I'm not, I don't feel the muscle. So I started doing trauma massages, which is, um, they basically, it's a trauma and energy release and a nerve connection that works with the energy in your body. It sounds very hippie, um, but Love. it actually is therapy for the body to, to tell your muscle it's okay to release of the the trauma or emotions that the brain doesn't want to handle and once release that your brain is going to start digesting it so i think that therapy with um with movement is something that people should do more instead of just talking about stuff is that the the all the um pelvic floor hip because they there's all these things on tiktok that talk about how your body stores trauma in your hips by this 30 day course and learn about it. I I think social media is great. Isn't it great? <laughs> it's great if you also use your brain sometimes because I, I have some clients who's like, I saw this on TikTok and I was like, who, who is the person doing the TikTok? What background do they have? Oh, it's just an influencer. I was like, so it's talking about gut health, but it doesn't understand the body, which is that freedom of speech. I get it. But like, you need to also look at the person telling you about it and yeah. realize like, sometimes you need to use your common sense to certain things. <laughs> this, this, I was actually terrified of trauma massages because on Instagram, they show it like, you're going to start crying. You're going to have this emotion, like someone's touching, they cry. It's so dramatic to yeah. like, and I'm not a crier. That's one of the things that I was like, I cannot cry. And I didn't know why I couldn't cry, but it's because like, I didn't allow myself to feel anything in my body and anything. So when he came in, I was like, listen, I used to don't cry. And he's like, no, you don't need to cry. I was like, oh this man I met is if I can be a person I will be him because but he's he literally changed my mental health by releasing emotions that's been sitting in my muscles for years from from kids like kids age like everything you ever experienced in your life that made you close off or felt trauma he basically makes you kind of relive the pain is painful. It's, I just recently started feeling the pain, which is a good sign for me because that means I'm allowing my body to feel something. But it's just how it changed my mindset and how my body is happy and automatically my brain is happy. 
So I think people forget that with health, like the brain and um, the body is a team that can work really well, or it can put you through hell. Yeah. And I think I a lot of, well, I, I love to know about the body. So <laughs> I don't think it's supposed to be that long because like I ask questions and I, he's like, you just can't stop analyzing because I'm an analyzer person. So like, I'm like, oh, but why am I feeling my pinky toe when you're pushing it on my back head? And then he explained it for me. So like one time he worked on my body for three hours. Wow. And he's like, the fact that you're not in pain of me, literally like he's retwisting your muscles. Yeah. So for example, I had a trauma response in my right inner thigh because um, maybe it was something in gymnastics, something in the ballet that made me not trust that leg. It's all about trust. So it created a fake T-band on my inner side of the thigh. I know the body can create fake muscles to protect you. So I had a T-band T-band on my inner thigh that stopped my movement to be be where they needed to be and like work as they supposed to be. And that's why I didn't feel anything because it was hanging on this imaginary T-band that my body's like, we gotta make you not feel anything. Wow. Uh, so you literally twist your muscles because also muscles that is like, if you have first hamstring, hamstrings is three muscles, not one, it's three muscles. So if you've been for trauma, muscle can combine and turn into one muscle, which creates restriction in your body from doing full movement with the muscle, with the three muscles. You're supposed to have three muscles, but your body turn it into one to protect it, but you also shorten it. So that makes you, your mobility uh, get dependent on it too. Uh, so after four or five sessions with him, I, I almost feel electric things happen in my brain. And you almost like get, you get the feeling and you understand the feeling you had when you, you had a trauma. Mm. That's why people start crying sometimes because like right. they are living something like if a woman ever got sexual abuse or anything um, and you go to her hip, she might have the flashback of that um, of that uh, moment in her life. And that's why start, people start crying. But just because they start crying doesn't mean they understand it. Right. So I think people a lot like, oh, we're crying. Like you should cry it out. But I was like, you also need to ask yourself why you're crying. And I think people forget, forget that a lot. But I've been doing a lot of work last year because I was going through some personal stuff. Um, that I was muted for a very long time. And I think that's also like what I told you in the beginning. I was like, I think I'm just happy. And that's why my skin is just like glowing. Um, so my my tip for health, this, the last one is start looking at your body because your mind can control you. Your mind is power powerhouse, but it can also be evil because it puts you, it can mute 
uh, what's going on in your body. And that's why people get shocked. It's like, oh, I never saw that coming. I never saw that sickness coming because you're, you're, you were just not feeling it. So listen to your body. May look at your body too. I think people are afraid to look at their body, like actually look at it. Like not just taking yourself in the mirror, but like looking how you standing or like when you feeling that you have a lot of anxiety and depression, look at your body. Most likely a lot of people doing this front shoulders forward to protect and you sending signals to your brain. You're like, oh, you're sad. So I think people just need to be more attentional to details on their body, not just talking about what's going on in their life, but also like sit with yourself and ask your body what's going on. That's my, my health tips. Those are very, that, but you also just explained, like, that makes sense as to why I just was never a gymnast. My muscles all became one and I just wasn't able to. So now (laughs) I just need to heal them and I will be a gymnast. Yeah. Like I, I will be incredible. Yeah. I can't wait for that. Yeah. But it's like, I, the reason why I stopped dancing is because I was in a very bad relationship with someone that put ideas in my head. Mm. And when you hear something constantly, even if you're like a very strong person, you're going to start listening to person because he was someone very close to me. Um, and I trusted him. So I was like, why would he say that if he, like, if he didn't want to back? He wasn't great. He wasn't the best for me. He can be some best match for some, someone else. Or he needs to start working on himself too. Um, but I stopped dancing because a lot of people also told me, you're too old. Your body's going to break. And I think that's the biggest thing that people put. They put like age restriction on what health is. I actually have better body now than I had when I ever just like and also like how my brain works way better and I think people like yeah I think people just forget it's like there's no recipe for one specific person we try and put every it's it's easy to put a recipe on someone because it's easier to convince you to do it that's like why trainers has like this is the booty program they're gonna make you booty girl but if you don't understand how to activate your booty, you can keep doing that booty program for years and still not have a booty. <laughs> but it's just like people are easily sold something that's so obvious, like on paper, but health is not like it's so complicated that but that's the beauty in it. And I don't think people appreciate that. I love the body. I'm like so passionate about it. I get chills talking about it. Um Yes. I mean, you've talked to us about balancing the body. Talk no. Entire, entire episode. I mean, so many gems, so many notes. So many. Yes. Yeah. I just like, I wish I could just like talk to you every day. Come, I need a massage. So next time we're. <laughs> yeah, when you, I'll fly in. What were the dates? <laughs> I don't know yet. I don't know the dates, but I'll book You guys post it. Um, but yeah, everyone who comes in to me for lymphatic, the reason why they come in for me for lymphatic is not, I'm not saying I'm the best at it. I know what I'm doing, but like, I also sorry, tell people, like, Sorry, spoiler alert. She is the best at it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think 
people appreciate also like the knowledge I give them about their body because sometimes like I ask them questions they don't ask themselves. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, you just tell me. You just tell me why my stomach is bloated. And I always like, why do you feel like why do you think it is? And start like picking their brain because that's also anyone who works in the health industry, they tell people mm. this is why you feel the way you feel. Yeah. Yeah. How can you say that if you don't know the person? You don't know their background, you don't know anything, you don't know how they're sitting, how they're standing. All my clients, when they walk in, because I do personal training too, every time they walk into me, I look how they walk. And I mm -hmm. think just by looking at walking, I can be like, I already know what I'm going to do because I already know, see the disconnection in them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Change of plans. Yeah. And also like, mind-body connection is thrown away a lot and be like yo guys mind and body connection if you don't understand mind-body connection it might not work for you because it takes you need to question yourself how you connect your body and mind um and also like ask people question and be like ask yourself question i think I see a lot of trainers who just, oh God, I can all talk about this. <laughs> There's a difference between a trainer and a personal trainer. And a yeah. lot of people doesn't know the difference. And a personal trainer is, is a job that is not only about your body. Yeah. I need to know you personally. And that's, I think trainers nowadays, they call themselves personal trainer, but they're not willing to put in the work for the personal part yeah that's like why i stopped doing personal training for a very long time because i get so invested in each person and that i'm like i don't have i cannot make the money to survive because i get so detailed with the person but like i literally like how do you sleep like like how you sit in your car how like why are you hanging on your hip like i i put tough questions but that put a lot of energy from me and a lot of training just take a rolling band of clients and just try and do as many people you cannot have attention to details with 10 clients a day impossible it's draining I almost yeah. more brain wise like I work the same amount that the client does in her session like I never pick up my phone like I never sit and text anyone else besides the person I'm in the room with. So I think that's just, I, I just love the body to that extent. I yeah. love that. We love it, Natalie. You I are know, I'm sitting here just like amazing. obsessed. I know. <laughs> Learned so much. Like we're probably going to re-listen to this episode so many times just to continue to balance the body and check in with ourselves and Absolutely. And all of the gems that you dropped. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being a part of this week's episode. And for everyone that is listening, Natalie, where can they find you on socials? Uh, Body Vision Lab. And on that page, you can also see my personal one because I like to still be a person. So I have two. <laughs> so I am a person and I have business. So I think that's important. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you again for joining us and for anyone who's tuning in. We appreciate you guys for hanging out with us and we'll see you guys next week.
Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Let's Get Into It. We hope that you enjoyed it. Please make sure to like, comment, and subscribe on all platforms. For any inquiries or sponsorship requests, please visit letsgetintoitpod.com.